Hey, welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports, like our Facebook page, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, everything. We're Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in Nashville at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the Pulse of Fitness 115-minute workout. It was five or more hours in the weight room, mandu.com. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new car, head out to Lebanon. See that what they have to offer. Great stuff there at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Settle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at calvinandsettle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, uh, Zach, Alan Bell, our guy who hosts A to Z Sports Picks, uh, on Tuesdays and Fridays, presented by BetMGM. Send us a text. I don't know what hour he sent us the text, but I was asleep. But I saw it when I woke up this morning. Uh, but Alan Bell sent us the odds, the lines, for all 17 Titans games this year. There's 17 games, which is still having to hammer that through. But the favorites, these point spreads for all games. And I thought it was curious when I counted it up, and saw that the Titans were underdogs in a certain amount of games. And I was like, that's interesting. So we kind of want to ask you guys out of the gates because we do know the Titans' schedule. As I'll put the schedule up here, we see the opponents, the tough NFC West. Uh, You've got uh, the Chiefs, the Bills, uh, the Patriots who will be better this year, the Dolphins will be better, uh, and the Saints, a division winner from the year ago. How many games do you think the Titans will be underdogs in? Because I find this fascinating. They play a lot of big uh, big teams. We I predicted ten and seven last week. Uh, Zach, no, I predicted nine and eight. You predicted ten and seven last week. But how many games do you guys think the Titans will be underdogs in this upcoming year? I see Jim comes in with five out of the gate, Zach. Yeah, and I, I think this is – and Austin, you and I both know the answer to this. This is more power to the people yeah. of what they think because the expectations of the inner workings of the Titans are pretty interesting, right? There is a lot of turnover. There are a lot of new faces in new places. And Corey Davis and John Smith and Adam Humphreys on the offensive side of the ball are not there. So they've kept their core offensive weapons. They've gotten new defensive weapons – This is, you could say, a revamped football team. How how they'll do, I'm very curious about. But the question we're asking, let's go to the chat, is how many games does Vegas have the Titans as official underdogs this upcoming season? As you mentioned, Jim said five right out of the gate. Ronnie says eight. Donald says nine. Titans Kyle says six. I say nine games from Jeff. Titans says 12. Zach goes seven, about seven coming in. Ahmad says eight. I'm going to say 10 games from Bobby. Kendall says 10 as well. Six from Titans. Kyle Stevens says five. Bills, Chiefs, Colts, Split, Patriots, and Steelers. So very interesting concept. Uh, I think you are missing some teams there, Stephen, but uh, there's a hint there. Uh, MH says nine. Lord, probably five from Keelan. Titans for Life says 10. Rob says six. Daryl says 12. Yuri says seven. Uh, Farah says uh, 10. Definitely at least seven from Cam. And James says 11. So a lot of numbers really all over the board. Yeah. You got a lot of 10s, but then you also have your 
five, six, sixes and fives and, 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 and all of that number. Yeah. So Bobby says most of those games fans see us at 50, the Titans at 50, 50. I'm sure the Vegas sees uh, against the Titans. And that's, that's basically what all this is about. So I'm going to show you a graphic that I created this morning. That's got the point spreads in all 17 games. And we'll see how many games the Titans are underdogs in and kind of react to it all together. Cause you guys have been all over the board as few as five, as many as 12. 15. Aaron has 15. That's 15. the Aaron, Aaron uh, that means they would be favored against the Jags twice. And that's, or the Texans, the Texans and Jags once a piece. And that's it for Aaron, right? No, here are the point spreads that our buddy Alan Bell sent us this morning. It's a lot of information to digest. So I'm going to walk through it, right? Cardinals, Titans are favored by two and a half at home. At Seattle, plus three and a half. Colts are plus one at home. Then I'm just going to go through the the red numbers there because the red numbers are the are the games the Titans are underdogs. They are two and a half point home underdogs versus the Bills. Four and a half point home underdogs against the Chiefs. Three and a half point road underdogs at Indianapolis. Five and a half. That's the biggest spread where the Titans are underdogs at LA against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. Plus five and a half. At the Patriots is plus one. Roll tight there. At Pittsburgh, plus two. Home versus San Francisco on Thursday night, plus two. Uh, So nine. That is nine times the Tennessee Titans are underdogs in a 17-game schedule. So they are underdogs more often than they are the favorites, Zach. When When you saw this from Alan Bell this morning, that the Titans were underdogs more than they were favorites, what was your reaction to that? Not surprised. Really? Yeah. I, I was not surprised because, and I looked through it. I looked through the text. We're on a text chain. And this was my concept. And it ended up being correct. I thought that uh, two things. I looked at prime time. I would say the Titans are probably going to be uh, underdogs in all three of these games, even including San Francisco that I think that Vegas is bullish on because we all know San Francisco was injured a lot last year. They went to the Super Bowl the year before. So the three primetime games, I kind of thought they were underdogs. They were going to be. The big difference, Austin, is the Colts. What Vegas thought about the Colts compared to the Titans. They didn't split. They gave the Colts as favorites for both the home and away game. So if you look at that, that I think kind of pushed it over the edge. The Titans should be underdogs to the Bills and the the Chiefs. They should be underdogs to the Steelers. The Patriots, it's a plus one. It's a really, you know, it's a close toss-up. And if you have, you know, what they say about the home field advantage. But the Colts, I think, is the biggest difference in what Vegas saw of the Titans this season game by game. Yeah, I'm going to read some comments because you guys have now reacted to nine. Nine times the Titans are favorite or under. It's a lot. It it's is a, a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, they went, they went 11 and five and won the AFC South last year. And this season, a lot of changes happened, but now they're underdogs more often than a favorite. So I'll read some more of your reactions and I'll do my reaction here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Man Do the Pulse of Fitness. One 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. I got my workout in yesterday morning. Always love waking up on Sunday and getting a, getting a good Mandu session in. Mandu.com. It's 
full body electronic muscle stimulation. So you're putting all of the pressure on your muscles, zero of it on your joints. So if you have a bad knee, bad back, bad hip, bad ankle, bad shoulder, bad whatever, you can still get strong and build muscle, burn fat by going to mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. It is truly for everybody, all ages, all fitness levels, everything. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. Today would be a great day for you to sign up for BetMGM, a risk-free $600 bet. You can use that promo code right there on the screen. That will hook you up. Code ATOZ Sports. If you see there, risk-free $600 bet. I, I turned at the time, this was months ago, right around the Super Bowl, they had a risk-free $500 bet. So they've upped the ante, which is even better for you guys. I turned that into two grand. I went to the Keys, enjoyed myself. Now I'm back plugging away in Austin. The end of the NBA regular season has been good to me. I have won quite a bit. I, I gave you a tip on a bet yesterday that I hope you took advantage of. Uh, I did. <laughs> I had a roller coaster ride to be up $33 yesterday. I, I, I bet $220 to win $253, but I'm, I'm up. I'm up to. I'm up 33, but the first two bets bomb. My second two saved my ass uh, last night. So anyway, uh, the Titans are underdogs in nine of their 17 games this season. And Zach, you broke it down pretty well. It's the tough stretch against the Bills, Chiefs, Colts, and Rams, where there are underdogs four consecutive times. All three primetime games, Rams, Bills, and Niners, they go to Pittsburgh and to New England. Those are tough places to play, and Seattle, again, a tough place to play early in the year. But the big difference is that Vegas has the Colts as underdogs both in Nashville. I'm sorry, the Titans as underdogs both in Nashville and in Indianapolis. So for me, it's pretty simple how I put it. Because we look at what, and everybody who watches the show who are Titans fans, we look at all the moves they've made this offseason as getting cheaper, getting younger, and flipping the defense. They've got seven of 11 new starters on the defensive side of the football this year. That had to happen. They, they robbed from the offense to fill up the defense, and they've done that. And But they still got their main offensive core. The O-line will be healthy to start the year. Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry are the one of the best triumvirates of the entire NFL. So, but Vegas is viewing the Titans to be in rebuild mode. Like Vegas and the rest of the NFL is viewing the Titans as a slight, not a full rebuild, but a slight yeah, rebuild. I was about mode. to say, you, that, uh, you kind of jumped the gun there. No, that they're viewing them more in a rebuild than they are a reload. If the, if they if everybody thought the Titans were reloading, they would be favored in more games than they were underdogs. But Vegas is viewing them as more of a rebuild than they are in a reload. All right, Austin, here's where I think that Vegas could have gotten it wrong. Okay? This is what I think they probably should have done. I think first of all they should have split with the Colts. The Titans should be favored at home against the Colts. But they didn't view it that way. They didn't see it that way. They should be underdogs against the, the Seahawks, right? They, they, sh they shouldn't be favored there. In they, Seattle. In they Seattle. shouldn't be favored against the Bills or the Chiefs, right? At home, uh, against the Colts, they should. But away in Indy, they shouldn't. So right now, I, I think I'm at four in that left bracket, that left side. On the right side, they shouldn't be favored over the Rams. The Rams are a better football team. They're retooled. They got a new quarterback. The Patriots are unique 
because the Patriots have the reputation and it's in New England. But the last time the Titans played the Patriots in New England, the Titans won. I think that should be a push, to be honest. Like, I think that they're, I think that that's a pick em game, in my opinion. Right. And then between the Steelers and San Fran, the Titans should be underdogs against the Pittsburgh Steelers based on history, based on last year, and based on the Steelers. I know that you're going to say Ben Roethlisberger notoriously, especially getting up there in age, may not be healthy at that time, but I still think the Pittsburgh Steelers are a better football team than the Titans right now. I don't know how that will shake out. And then the 49ers are a toss-up. I think that the the I think that probably should have been a pick'em as well. I said the the, the pick'ems should be 49ers Thursday night because of the question marks and the unknowns of their injury history from last year, and then the Titans kind of revamping, retooling, and then you've got the Patriots, which I also think is a pick'em. So I would have been Titans underdogs in. Let's see, six and then two pick them. I think okay. that's where I would be at. You would make the you would make the Titans favorites at home against the Colts, right? Yes. And then the the two pickums would be New England and who else? The San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night in Nashville. That's a and we talked about this when the schedule came out, Austin. I think even you mentioned it. They've got to fly all they they host, and I did the research. They host the 49ers in San Francisco host the Falcons the week before. They've got to travel all across the country on a short week right. to go to Nashville and play a Titans team late in the season that presumably will have Derrick Henry, who is very good in the month of December. Right. So I want to address something, too, about a trend with these and, and kind of dive deeper in it. Are, was Vegas right or wrong to have the Titans underdogs nine times this year? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Suttle. Calvin and Suttle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. We've talked about them. They're a great presenting sponsor here on the show. 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsuttle.com. Revamp. You talk about retooling the roster of the Tennessee Titans. Retool and revamp your entire house. Rip up that old carpet or those old hardwood floors and replace them with brand new quality hardwood floors. That's what you have to rely on, and that's what you can rely on with CalvinAndSubtle.com. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. I already mentioned I had a roller coaster of a day, but in the, in the good direction, uh, up a few dollars there. But uh, have so much fun with BetMGM, with the NBA playoffs and the hockey playoffs getting ready to start. A great time to jump on board. Our guys, Brian and Alan, do a fantastic job on A to Z Sports Picks on Tuesdays and Fridays. You can win with them as Brian's still on his parlay heater uh, there, A to Z Sports. Download the BetMGM app. Use that code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to six hundred dollars uh, with your first deposit and your first bet. That's today. Take it with code ATOZ Sports to download that app for risk-free bet up to six hundred dollars. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be twenty-one years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. As we're talking here on this Monday about uh, Vegas having the Titans underdogs nine of 17 times. Apollo says Vegas is right. Nate says wrong. Vegas is full of sand people. Uh, so very Daryl says Vegas is right uh, a, a couple times. Um, so 
Uh, Jordan says the Titans are underdogs because Vegas knows, like we know, drafted poorly yet another year. Look, Vegas doesn't make their odds on what you do in the draft. <laughs> Vegas makes their odds on home and away and also on quarterbacks and what your defense kind of is. So the trend that I notice here is underdogs, home versus the Colts, home versus the Bills, home versus the Chiefs, right? Uh, home versus the Niners. There's a lot of home dogs on this schedule. A lot of times the Titans are, are underdogs at home. Does that make you feel good about the Titans' ability to outperform these odds here? Like, because that they are underdogs at home, that they can steal a couple games as underdogs and actually get closer to winning the division. Nissan Stadium's not a home field advantage. It, it hasn't been since it was Adelphia Coliseum, and that was a long-ass time ago. Steve McNair was still alive. That, that, that goes into it. You go into these Vegas odds – and you look at the Seattle Seahawks, probably Vegas odds, they're probably favored in most, if not all, of their home games. Why? Because notoriously they win at home, and Century League Field or Stadium is a massive home field advantage, even when you're at full capacity or 70% capacity. That that also goes into these odds, Austin, and that that is, uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. It's Nashville, the city. It's the sports city or lack thereof. It's the Titans fan base or lack thereof. It's what the Titans have tried to build because they've been bad for, for so long. There's a lot of reasons why Nissan Stadium is not a home field advantage, but it's not. That has to go into this. But the Titans have actually been good at home the last several years. It's I, not I an advantage. I understand what you're saying, but they've been winning games. They win their home games more often than not. Like they It's not have, an advantage. Ever since Matt Mike Malarkey took over as head coach back in, uh, I guess that would be 2016, the Titans have done a good job at winning their home games. And so Vegas should look at that and see how good the Titans have been the last couple of years with Tannehill at quarterback, with everything else they have around them, and say the Titans are going to win their home games. More often, they'll probably win six home games this year, but they're underdogs a lot at home. But I mean, they're playing a tough home schedule, but you've got those teams at home. You'd rather have them at home than have them on the road. I think the reason why, and I'll give the love of the show to, to Bobby. Bobby watches the show every day. Sometimes I agree with him. A lot of times I don't. But I think Vegas looked at this, and I think they agreed with Bobby. Love of the show. The offense for the Tennessee Titans didn't retool. It detooled. That's what they're seeing. That's, that's what Vegas that, that's, Ve that's what I said at the beginning of the show that you initially disagreed with. That, that Vegas and the rest of the NFL sees the Titans in more of a rebuild than a retool. Oh, no. You said overall. I'm saying the in particular offense. Read and listen to what I'm saying I, I and understand. what Bobby's saying. That key word, what's the first word of that comment? What, offense? You didn't say that. So you didn't say that. Bobby is saying in particularly Vegas is looking at the offensive side of the football and the known commodities of Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and Jonu Smith. And Corey Davis went to the New York Jets. That's known. And Jonathan Smith, because he went to the Patriots, that was known combined with Hunter Henry. And Adam Humphreys got some play a couple of years ago when he was a free agent. This year, now he's with the Giants. Who cares? So I, I they detooled. But I, the Bobby, I think, is saying, in particular, and this is what I agree with, is Vegas looked at the offensive side of the ball and said, 
without those guys and not replacing one of them? I mean, they replaced them. They didn't replace them at tight end, who, which I called. I want to take a victory lap real quick. Prior to the draft, I told you I had a gut feeling that they weren't going to do a damn thing with the tight end. I just had this gut feeling that they felt so good about their quality uh, lower ceiling guys, and they didn't. You said it as well, saying, hey, maybe they think of Ferkser as a slot guy more so. They didn't do anything. They went out and got lower round picks to replace Corey Davis, who was just under 1,000 yards in his best season of his career. Wasn't a really good Titans career, but it was the best season last year that they had to replace. And Adam Humphreys was a waste of money. So I, I think Vegas looks at that like a lot of Titans do and say, hey, Titans, what the hell are you doing on offense? Yeah. If one of the three guys goes down, they're screwed. Oh, if AJ goes down, that. Derek, been, they're screwed. I've been saying that. Everybody's been saying that. I know, but I, I've been preaching this for the last two drafts, and they haven't drafted a receiver in the top 100 in the last two drafts when they needed when they desperately needed wide receiver help. That's a John Robinson question. Yeah, and and we'll see how it plays out because now they're putting a lot on the the shoulders and the knees and the hands of A.J. Brown to go out there and be healthy and be a badass like he's been the last two years, but do it with a lot less guys around him. So the one thing that I don't understand, Zach, is why everybody is so infatuated with Carson Wentz and the Colts to make them the favorites to win the division and the favorites in both games against the Titans like Carson Wentz has done anything in the last three and a half years. I, I, I don't understand it. Like, sure, Frank Reich, is a good quarterback coach, and they had success five years ago at this point in Philly, but Carson Wentz has been so bad. Just plucking him from Philadelphia and putting him in Indianapolis is not going to make him like he was in the 2017 season. Like It doesn't make sense to me of why everybody is so excited about Carson Wentz and the Colts. In my opinion, they downgraded from Phillip Rivers from last year, and I thought Phillip Rivers was not that fantastic. He was a good quarterback. We already established that last year. He wasn't a great quarterback. He was a good quarterback. But good quarterback play wasn't enough for them to beat the Bills in Buffalo. It almost was, but it wasn't. I I understand where you're coming from, Austin. The head-scratching feeling of why does – it's like why do they think and, – and the national media as they think Carson Wentz is just going to pop. I don't necessarily think he's going to pop. I'm not extremely bullish on him, but I do think he's an upgrade as far as the ability for the ceiling. Philip Rivers was only going to give you so much at that at that age. Carson Wentz can gives you can give you more, or he can make a mu- bunch of mistakes that hurt your team. But overall, Austin, here's the reason why. The Indianapolis Colts roster is greater than the Titans roster. It is. From top to bottom, it is greater than. I'm not talking about superstars. I'm not talking about Derrick Henry or A.J. Brown or Ryan Tannehill or Jeffrey Simmons. I'm talking about all-encompassing. The Indianapolis Colts have a better roster than the Tennessee Titans. You're saying 1-53, through the Colts are better than the Titans. They are. And you can go down the list. They are. They have less question marks. They've got big question marks as Carson Wentz, but they've got reliable receivers. 
They've got an outstanding running back in Jonathan Taylor. They've got a vaunted defense, a top 10 defense that I think you look at them, they're just going to get better. That's why. So to answer your question, there's a good question. I just think that Vegas thinks like I think and believe the Colts roster is greater than the Titans. Doesn't mean that they can beat them every, any given Sunday. Right. But that's why I think that that is the case. Josh just said they don't have a quarterback. Get out of here. Stacy says Carson Wentz still sucks no matter what team he goes to. Do you, God, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not talking about one in particular position. I'm talking about all encompassing roster. I, no, I, I yes, but we all know this that the quarterback is the uh, linchpin of the entire roster. Times for Life says Rivers has the football IQ over Wentz. That's the big difference. Uh, you know, the media is always in love with the Colts. Jeff Rubel just says the Wentz is more mobile than Rivers, though. That's literally about it. More mobile. And then Jeff comes in, he says, as a Colts fan, I see the potential in what Wentz, uh, what they can be with Wentz, but had that little voice in the back of his head. It's probably warning Big Ten Jeff that uh, this isn't going to work out that well. And I bet you that other, I guess, uh, analysts and fans from other teams, we they view Carson Wentz as we're kind of talking about, right? What do you think they view? And I'll ask you this, Austin. This is a good question. I'm curious to hear your answer. Okay. What do you think everybody else, how do you think they view the Titans? I think it depends on who you're asking because you have to put, uh, NFL consumers in multiple buckets, right? Like you have the people who who love breaking down the film, who love watching and looking at the games in more than just the numbers. They like what Ryan Tannehill has done the last two years. Then you look at the people who just watch games as a fan with the naked eye and then look at the box scores and the stats and say, oh, it's Ryan Tannehill's been okay. He's been good but he's not that special because Derrick Henry is the guy who runs the offense. Like Derrick Henry runs the offense, right? But Ryan Tannehill has changed the offense because Ryan Tannehill has opened it up to allow for everybody to thrive. So how do you think they view him? I think the smart people view Ryan Tannehill as a really damn good quarterback with the Tennessee Titans. And that's the people that team. I'm not talking about a player. How do how does everybody else view the team of the Titans? All encompassing. As, as probably less than they were a year ago. I, so I would take that a step further. I think the perception, keyword, the perception of the Tennessee Titans are one-dimensional. They're a running football team. They just have Derrick Henry. They don't have that great of a defense. Ryan Tannehill is okay, even though we all have seen him play at elite level if you've watched the Titans. Right. They notice A.J. Brown in his highlight reel in their Instagram feed, but they, I think, believe the Titans are one-dimensional. So if you take that, they didn't give Ryan Tannehill much help. I no, don't know why, but they didn't. They definitely changed the defense, which I think will be better. But they didn't give a one-dimensional team, as perception says, yep. any help. They didn't give them any other dimensions. And yeah. I think Titans are good. Titan fans themselves are going to be screaming from the rooftops on, you know, on top of Rippies and Acme once it gets rocking and rolling, which it appears to be oh, from this last there. weekend, yeah. which is great. They're going to be yelling from those bar bar tops. We need more offensive dimensions. 
Well, and Dom says people are lazy when analyzing the Titans. To them, it's not the Tennessee Titans. It's the Tennessee Derrick Henrys. But they're not that far but, off. But Jeff, Jeff says he views the Titans offense as very predictable and easy to stop this year. One-dimensional. Well, but that one dimension is really freaking good. And very that good. one And that one dimension is like, you might say, okay, line up and stock, stack the box and you have to work on Derrick Henry's outside zone. And, you know, you know what they're going to do. Can you stop it? Like, there's a difference in being able to stop it and knowing what they're going to do. And the Titans have been able to beat defenses when the other defense knows what's coming with Derrick Henry off left tackle. It doesn't matter. And I see you, chat. I'm not blind. I can see. And I I know the looming rumor of June 2nd and Julio Jones. I've said every day that Julio Jones was – uh, received calls the, the foul. ever since that report every day I have gotten more around the idea of the Titans trying to trade for them uh, I, 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 I'm at 5% I'm starting to inch up though oh, Austin come on. they just can't they literally cannot afford the money I, get, I, I didn't say they're going to do it I said I'm coming more around on them inquiring more I was only at 5% okay. alright G-Man, because he asks, are the Titans cheap? Like, no, the Titans are not cheap. The Titans are spending all the money that they're allowed to spend. They're spending it on big names. Like, they're giving Tannehill big contracts. They give Derrick Henry a big contract. So now they, they can't afford to go out there and pay everybody. They're spending what they're allowed to spend. Here's what I think about the Titans this offseason. I think this is what John Robinson and Mike Vrabel had a meeting, and I bet you they talked a little bit about this. I wasn't in the room or by any means, but this is my opinion. I think they sat there and they looked at last year and said, man, if we didn't go 5-0 and to start the season, our goose would have been cooked because our defense sucked so damn oh. bad it wasn't even funny. And that's the reason why we kind of – Let's just be honest, limped into the playoffs by going to overtime with the Houston Texans in Houston in the final game. We're trying not to make that happen again because the idea of starting 5-0 and is great, but the reality of that, they're probably not going to start 5-0 and again. They're probably not even going to start 4-1. and The well, best case scenario is probably a 3-2 and start if you look at the schedule. Well, and we looked at the schedule last year and you thought, oh my gosh, that's a tough five games, right? But they were able to win all of them uh, before they got to Pittsburgh and they, they were able to keep that thing rolling. But Yeah, but the Minnesota, that game, woo, they shouldn't have won that game. Oh, I mean, Houston, oh, they shouldn't have won that game either if well, it wasn't for Big Jeff's Big Paul. Literally, four of the five were all close. Denver was a field goal game. The Jags game was a field goal game. Minnesota, uh, Houston, all of the, everything but the Bills Tuesday night blowout was a close game in those first five. The Jags came back in the second half, but the Jags and the Bill, Bills, exactly, it was tied 30-30 in the fourth quarter. It was tied 30 to 30 in the fourth quarter. So I understand, a, but they were up by I believe, over 14 points. They were up at seven. Half. They were up 17 nothing at one point. And then the Jags came back, but it was tied 30-30 in the fourth quarter. It was a field goal game, 33-30 right there for the second week in a row. So you, know, it, it, you bring that up. The Titans after the 5-0 start were a six and six football team last year, including the playoffs. And they were 500 all the way through. They because dealt with injuries. Because and, Vic and, Beasley and Jadevian Clowney left. They went went bye bye. Vic Beasley went to the couch. 
Jadavion Clowney went to the rehab room. Now, Vic Beasley went to the Raiders. The Raiders were dumb enough to offer him a spot for at least a month after the Titans cut him. But anyway. That's no, it's a very Raiders move. So I, I do think there is an opportunity the Titans have this season to change the narrative about their franchise. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride, whether it is the Sonata, the Santa Fe, the Elantra. They also have the brand-new 2021 Palisade. That's their full-size SUV. Hard to find. It's really hard to come by the selection of the Palisade. They have them in stock. Austin and I have witnessed them with our own two eyes. Go to Wilson County Hyundai. That's third row seating. That's bucket seats, all the bells and whistles, all of the technology that you need for you and your family. Your wife is going to be looking damn good in that 2021 Palisade, pulling up to the carpool, being like, hey, kids, jump on in this brand new ride. We've got you. They've got you covered when it comes to Wilson County Hyundai. That's Wilson County Hyundai. It is eSports, our morning show is powered by BetMGM. They're the king of sportsbooks. Download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports. When you get a uh when you get your first deposit and your first bet, you get a risk-free bet up to six hundred dollars. It's a great opportunity to really get yourself going in your account with BetMGM. It's awesome, it's fun. Again, Zach and I play something nearly every day on the BetMGM app. Uh, have a lot of fun with it. They got innovative parlays all the time. They're giving you odds boost. I already got my free bet money Monday uh, in the phone this morning. BetMGM.com, the king of sportsbooks. Use that code ATZ Sports when you download the app and sign up with a fr- uh, risk-free bet on your first deposit and your first bet. So, Zach, I think both the Titans and the Preds have big opportunities to change the narratives on their franchise because – the Titans we've been talking about for 37 minutes this morning. Now they're underdogs again. Like they just won the AFC South for the first time in 13 years. And in the last two years, they went to the AFC championship game, then followed up with the division championship. But now they're being doubted again. And they're being looked at as an inferior opponent uh, in their division. The Colts are going to win the division according to the odds. And the Colts are better than the Titans, right? Now the Titans have an opportunity with the Preds to prove people wrong once again. Because two years ago, the Titans were 2-4, and four, changing quarterbacks with their backs up against the wall. And nobody expected anything from the Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill. And I, I truly believe that both the Titans and the Preds play so much better as underdogs because I think Mike Vrabel and I think the Preds' locker room they do a great job of saying everybody outside devalues what we have inside for both the Titans and the Preds. And I think the Titans have a great chance this season to change the narrative of their franchise. If they went back-to-back AFC titles after the AFC championship run a couple of years ago, after retooling, they gain a lot more respect because of the roller coaster of the offseason with a lot of retooling of the roster. So Nate John has it. They're small market teams. So you can't, don't be surprised, right? I mean, it's small market. So if you're small market, there is two things that you can do to get the most out of your team, whether it is publicity or whatever. First is have an all-star, have a superstar, have a, I 
have a Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, something like that that set your team apart. They had that in PK Subban during their Stanley Cup run. Right. The, 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 the Predators had that, okay? He was cerebral for this city, this town, this hockey team, and th they benefited off of it. The Titans, you need a superstar at quarterback. Great having a superstar at running back, which they have, but you got to have it at quarterback. For a small market team, the Jacksonville Jaguars just got one, and we'll see how he plays out in Trevor Lawrence. Patrick Mahomes, small market team in Kansas City, that's why they are the way that they are. I don't really view Kansas City as a small market because of Patrick Mahomes, but they are, right. like the perception of it. So if you don't have that, that's the easiest way to get there is have a, a mega superstar on your small market team or go the way that the Titans and the Preds usually have to go, and that is team unity, rally around each other. Nobody believes in us. We've got to come together, all guys on the ice, all guys on the field. And so that that's kind of the rallying cry that small market teams have to get behind because they don't have the luxury of free agents that are known commodities going to their football or hockey teams when they have the ability to. Yeah, Darren just says, who cares? We can talk all day, but the game has to be played on the field. And I saw Dom earlier said that uh, he he was just he was okay with the Titans being underdogs because they'll take those money line bets all the way to the bank all season long uh, like that. But I, I think that the Titans and Preds, with how they've restructured, because the Preds have restructured. Like, they had all of these high-paid guys that were not cutting it and not getting anything done because they weren't productive because they got fat and happy. I'm not, I don't think the Titans ever got fat and happy, but they had – Two guys who are fat and happy with especially Vic Beasley. And then Jonathan Clowney did not work out figuratively fat and happy with his situation there. So I, I like the way the Preds are structured now. I actually think there's a couple correlations to the Preds team right now, to the Preds team in 2017 when they went on the run. Hot goalie. Pecorine was hot a few years ago. UC Soros is on fire going into these playoffs. And then... The Preds are banging bodies, guys. Like, if you haven't watched a lot of the Preds over the last six weeks since mid-March, I guess two months at this point, the Preds' physicality is back. A couple, like back during the Stanley Cup run, you had guys like James Neal who could play, score goals and beat people up with his body. And the, all like the the third and fourth line for the Preds were physical. Now they've got that line again with Sissons, Trennan. And Tanner Janot and sometimes uh, Olivier in there, who can actually go out there and physically beat up their opponent, where they're not going to be finessed to death because they've got those young guys that I just mentioned, those fourth liners, the third liners, to go out there and grit and actually get it done as underdogs. That's how the Preds won three playoff series four years ago. Aaron says the Preds are out for blood. I I completely agree. I completely agree the Preds are out for blood, that they feel that they are not the last team in the playoffs this year, that they can go out and make some type of impact. Well, two but, months ago, they they were. Right. That, that's that been the difference of their play. Their season switched. Now, for the better, right? And that usually happens in hockey. That happens more often, let's just say. Right? Where all of a sudden, the team gets good. They get hot. and and But they were playing like trash early in the season. You remember that? 
Oh, they, I was uh, at BetMGM like every every week. I was betting the Preds to lose, and I was making money. And then guess what? I kept doing it, and I kept losing money because the Preds started getting a lot better. So I think the Preds are ready to go in this in this playoffs. I, I do see those two correlations between this team we're about to watch tonight start the playoffs, and then four years ago when they were the eight seed against the Blackhawks. I'm not. We're, we'll get to our Preds playoff predictions here in a second. Uh, but I do think that they have an opportunity here to change the narrative on their roster as well of being the overpaid, fat, and happy type roster where now they, they're the grinders again. That's fun to see. All right, so the opening round for the Preds starts tonight. Let's do predictions, right? I, I, I'm going to monitor what they do for this series and in the playoffs. It's fun. It's Nashville. We respect that. That's the question that we'll ask you guys. What is your Preds playoff predictions? Let's we kind of start with this round. I'm just not going to tell you anybody new. I, I'm not going to predict them to win the Stanley Cup. I'm, like, I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to do it. So don't have to worry about that. Let's talk about this round and see if they can get through the Carolina Hurricanes. But that's what we're going to do in the chat. And we want you guys to participate as well. First, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Make sure you know who to trust and where to go whenever that injury happens in life because it's always unexpected. You never plan to get hurt, but you need to plan to know where to go. That is the Bone and Joint Institute. They have over a dozen doctors there at their Franklin facility that can treat you for anything that goes wrong. Boneandjointtn.org. Check them out. They do everything right there. They do the clinics, the testing, the surgeries, the rehab, all the way through. They don't send you all around town to go take this MRI and go to this rehab facility. It's all right there for your convenience. Boneandjointtn.org. Bet MGM. Download the app today. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. Get a risk-free bet up to six hundred dollars. You can take advantage of that whether you're betting on the Preds or whatever you target. Can't wait for that NBA matchup coming up on a Wednesday. But you could place your bets. Bet MGM promo code ATOZ Sports. Had some comments flying in, Austin. I'm intrigued how you think. I'm very specific in my prediction. Very specific. Let's yeah. go to the chat real quick, though. Uh, sweep the Canes from Stacy. Um, 5-3 from Aaron coming in tonight. Second round out. Jeff says first round exit because he doesn't watch hockey as much. Got to roll with the Canes from Lane. Canes had our number all season from Aaron, uh, a Preds fan. They're better than the Preds. But taking them out first round, he sees the Preds making it to the second round. Titans for Life says they lose, lose in five games. Second round exit from Rob. Uh, Rob says, I hope I'm wrong. Ronnie says first round exit. Predators take the series four to two from Nate. Ooh. What do you think, Austin? I think it, I, if the Preds win this series, it's going to be in six games. And and that's, I think, I think the only way the Preds win this series is to steal one of the next two. Obviously, you have to get, you have to come back to Nashville 1 1. That's the key. I want to, let me interrupt you real quick. Yeah. That's one of my caveats. The Pre, I, here's what I'm saying. I think if the Preds win the one of the first two games in Carolina, they win the series. If they don't, their ass is getting beat in four or five. I don't think they're going to get swept. I think they win at least one game through game four. Or five. That's why I said. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just adding that to it. The, the Preds are hot. Like, 
we look at the Preds as they really had to fight and claw to get into the playoffs. But the last six weeks, they've been really damn good. And the last place team can beat a good team, right? right? Like, and these playoffs and the whole divisions are different, right? That's also a unique part about this particular playoffs because of the restructure of this particular season due to COVID. There's an opportunity for the Preds and in hockey in general for a lesser team to get hot. Let's just face it. The Washington football team had no shot in hell of beating Tom Brady in D.C. to start last year's playoffs. It just wasn't going to happen. The Preds, they have an opportunity, I think, to push a game like this. You, you don't see that in the NBA, right? I'm curious about this playoff format. But in the NBA, a one seed always beats an eight seed unless you're the Golden State Warriors with Baron Davis and Andres Karolinko <laughs> trying to beat the Mavs. I remember that. It was a great series. So, Zach, I think the Preds win tonight. I do. I think they win game one tonight. I, I think they lose the series in six games, but oh. I do I do think they steal this game tonight. Then I think they probably win game four, uh, and then Carolina takes two, three, five, and six. But I, I do think this thing will be 2-2, headed back to Carolina for game five, uh, and then the Preds will lose at home uh, in game six to Carolina. But that, that's my prediction for this. I, I really want to see them stretch this thing out to six games because if you can get to game seven, you have no idea what's going to happen. But I, I truly feel like UC Soros is hot enough to get two wins, right? UC Soros can steal a couple games in this series because he is that damn good right now. People are actually talking about UC Soros in the discussion for the Vezna Trophy. Like, if you... There is no way in hell I would have thought that a couple years ago that this guy would rise to that elite level of play, but he is that good as a goalie. And we all know this. It's all about goalies. And UC Soros is better than both goalies that Carolina uses. And if I'm if I'm going into a hockey playoff series, I don't want to decide between two goalies. I want my guy. And I want my guy, I want to roll with him for as much as I can. And that's UC Soros compared to what Carolina's going to roll out there. I think the Preds win tonight. Um, I'm not going to give a score prediction, but I think it's probably low scoring, like 3-2 to two maybe. But uh, I, I do think the Preds win, but they lose the series in six. That is my Preds playoff prediction for today. I think if they win the first, one of the first two games, they win the series. So if you are correct and they win tonight, I think they win the series in six or seven. It is going to go a little bit longer. Uh, but if the, the Preds go down 0-2, they have no shot. So that's, that is my prediction, right? It's pretty straightforward. Is you got to win one of the first two games. If you don't, your goose is cooked. Yeah, Rob says, I thought that he's, that I said that if they win it, it'll take six games. Oh, I do think that if the Preds win this series, it's more likely in six than it is seven, but I'm also predicting the Canes to win this game and win this series in six games. I'm, I'm excited about it, right? Like, we haven't had playoff Nashville Predator hockey in, in some time, it feels like, especially because we have pan pandemic in between. But uh, I mean, I am excited about seeing what they can do and, and getting closer to a playoff atmosphere in Bridgestone Arena. That's always fun. Yeah, they'll have over 12,000 uh, in Bridgestone on Friday night for game three. So that will be, uh, I think I'm very excited to see what that can do 
Um, and really, the Preds mentioned this the other night because they've had two massive home games and home environments to end the regular season on Saturday against Carolina where they won that game to clinch the playoff spot, and then Monday against Carolina in a game that meant nothing. But Pecorine, it meant everything. And the environments that they had in those two games, I think will get guys juiced up to go to Bridgestone. And so I, I think really if they split, if they come back to Nashville 1-1, game three on Friday night will be sauced up at Bridgestone Arena. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, A to Z Sports. Zach, it is time for bad sales job, and we do have new rules for bad sales job to uh, make this go smoother, hopefully. So, Zach, I will let you share the new rules for bad sales job, but first let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There are so many good uh, reasons to use Renters Warehouse. Uh, you can create extra cash flows for you and your family. Extra cash flows and extra property means long time, long-term wealth and long-term equity, and they do all the work for you. Or if you are looking to rent something, maybe your son or daughter is graduating this graduation season, you need somewhere for them to live that's not your house, renterswarehouse.com has all the inventory across the mid-state to find them a great place to be, renterswarehouse.com. Don't forget BetMGM. Download the app today. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. And today, risk-free $600 bet. Can't beat that. I will be on my app later today. And I'm hot, baby. I am I am hot. I'm going to knock on some wood right there. But download that app. All right. Bad sales job. This is Austin and I. We had to, <laughs> we had to take a long, well, hard Dom, look in the mirror. Dom is right. Dom says bad sales job rules are turning into the Des Bryant catch versus no catch controversy. And so we had to have a players uh, a players only meeting. <laughs> well, it's players and coaches because we wear both hats. We're, we but, are player coaches. But we 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 needed to make it more yeah. turnkey. And obviously, we had to understand what the job of this is. Yeah, The job is to sell something that is very, very difficult to sell. You could do a good job or a bad job, but we were sitting here nitpicking how hard it is, right, afterwards. So the new rules, and these are going to be tough. This is kind of how we started. But if I do a bad sales job, Austin cannot respond to that. We just have to understand it, take it in, and then – do the next so less jibber jab, more yeah. turnkey. And more guys, because of this, it, there's more on the chat. Like, is we so it's we do our pitch, send to the chat, and then you guys comment. We will, yeah, as Rob says, leave it to the people. We are leaving it to you where you guys make the decisions. The only talking that Zach and I will do outside of our pitches are reading your comments about our pitches. No Power to the other, people, no other commentary. So bad sales job does not extend to like a 15-minute segment of us just squawking at each other because that's what it's been the last month or so. Right. It's going to be tough. Holding our tongue. And it got to this point pretty easily. It's because Austin and I want to win. I want to win. <laughs> Austin wants to win. So we're going to try to do – and it, it turned in more persuading why ours is better yeah. instead of the actual sales. We job. gave so, our sales pitch, and then we tried to sell the audience again. It was like we were double selling. But no sales material. We have confirmed no sales material right. whatsoever. Yeah, as Jeff says, what about looking at a text to yourself? Is that allowed? No, no we have no sales material. All right, Zach, who, who starts this week? <laughs> Uh, you can give your sales job to me. 
All right, Zach, uh, you have to sell us on why it is the best decision for you personally, Zach, to wear your mask for the rest of this calendar year, regardless of what everybody else decides in the medical professions. Why you personally will wear your mask out in public the rest of this calendar year. And I will get my clock ready. I'm ready when you are. This is an honest sales job. And the reason why is I'm not vaccinated. So I'm here to protect other people. I'm going to continue to wear my mask because I don't plan to get vaccinated. I don't trust the government. So, but I don't also want to infect other people. So for the rest of this calendar year, I will wear a mask to protect the safety of others, regardless if they are. There's vaccinations out there. That's my personal choice as a human and an American. I am going to protect the public because I'm not going to get vaccinated, but I will continue to wear a mask. That Done. is why I will continue to do so for the rest okay, of the Okay, you continued your sentence for multiple seconds. <clears throat> Send it to the chat. So I just tried to be truthful. Jeff says not the route I would have taken, but not bad. Dead from G Man. Chad just says BS. Uh, <laughs> Chad, Chad, I'm not lying to you, bud. Um, all right. Uh, Cam says that was good. Titans for Life says you should be allowed to at least finish your sentence. So you should. I didn't hear, uh, to be honest, also, I didn't hear you say stop. Okay. So that's the reason why I was kind of waiting for that, but I, I didn't hear you. Because you trail, you did trail your last. Well, sentence. I was kind of wait. I finished my sales pitch. I like to use the 30 seconds. No, you were trying to wrap, you were trying to wrap it up. So, all uh, right. So here's my sales pitch that you have to sell. Austin, you have to tell us why it makes sense and it will make your life easier to grow out your toenails to 12 inches long. How it will make your life easier in your day-to-day -day activity by having 12-inch long toenails on both of your feet. Uh, let me get my timer ready. Uh, I am ready when you are. Look, if I had 12-inch toenails, my life would be so much easier. One, it's flip-flop season, so let's get this thing going. I don't need socks, which means I don't have to do sock laundry. I also don't have to succumb to my urges and buy all these tennis shoes that I see on my cookies on the internet every other week. So I'm saving money there. Also, when I do man-do, so my workouts, I don't need shoes. I can go barefoot with my man-do workouts. So honestly, yeah, laundry, saving money, flip-flop season, man-do, I'm good. All right, so this is where uh, the new rules kind of apply. Yeah, so now uh, we just like, can't talk, so you we, guys have to. Uh, <laughs> we, we'd like man, man, do it, kick you out. That's pretty funny. Uh, all right, uh, all right. Aaron says Austin wins. Well, let, 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 let's play. Power to the people. Ask. I, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm reading. Well, no, I'm reading. we have to ask them. Don't okay. read. Who won? 
Zach or Austin? Who did a better <laughs> job of convincing of what it is? All right. So I think I can't give my opinion. That's really hard to not give my opinion on things. <laughs> uh, Ahmad said that I already lost. That was before. So that, that vote doesn't necessarily count. Uh, Aaron says Austin. Damon says better than expected on the fly. Stacy with a draw. A lifetime supply at Toe Jam. Uh, G-Man says Austin for the win. Uh, uh, Abdul says really wanted to see Zach win, but Austin, I don't know what that says. Lucas says Austin. Juan says drop the mic, Austin. Jeff says Zach won. Bobby says Austin. Lane says Zach. You just I, skipped like four, bro. I, I, it, the, the chat jumped on me. I'm trying to go back up now. Um, Titan for Life says Austin won. Um, Joe Dan says Austin throwing in a sponsor moment. Well played. Rob says Austin. Puka says Zach wins. Um, now, I, let's see. Cam says you did your best, but Zach set you up to fail on that one. Zach wins. So you've seen everything. Austin was harder sales. Zach won. Zach won. Zach. Zach. Um, I, I'm not sure. I, I think it's pretty even. I can't really tell. Photo finish from, hey, our friends at a moment's peace. Salon and day spa. Say photo finish. I mean, do we count this up? I mean, there's just a lot of different. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's it's hard. And I'm Sean trying to stay says, within the constraints uh, of the rules. Austin sold an outlandish thing while Zach sold something practical. So he goes with me. Jeff says Zach. Brock says me. Um, Zach got it from Rob. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, where Lucas says we're both losers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Puka's right. Second sponsor mention of mine is that a moment's peace would take care of those nails for me. <laughs> I mean, this is, so this is where it gets tough. Like traditionally we've kind of uh, relinquished. I do believe that this is tough. I, again, I have my own opinion. I, you think you won. I think I won. That makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, the chat is very close. Should you do a live Facebook poll? Right, but Facebook that, that, that's is not... only that's only a like a fourth of the platforms. Right. So we have to have a tie break here. Like, like and I don't I'm not saying we have to figure it out right this second, but we now have to go into another secondary bad sales job meeting oh. and say what is the tie break going to be? Because look, we've been very cordial. I haven't gotten my panties in a wad at the end of this show. I believe that I won. I thought yours was a bad sale. No, you sale. can't break you're breaking I, the rules. I no, that's why I say you believe you won. So how do we figure this out? Or is it Damn go it. back into a draw and go nine, nine, and two? Uh, I feel like, man, I just, I hate wasting my performance on a draw. I, that same, sucks. Same. I, I know, got like, one that I, I was I, authentic. I truly, like, I, is this how a soccer player feels? Oh, God. If this segment turns out like soccer, we're going to cancel it. Uh, and that's not a cancel culture. That's just because it sucks. But I hate draws. Just uh, so here, here's what I think. Okay. One says, one, we can't do this. He says, you both have to sell the same thing and draw straws to see who goes first. I don't think we can do that because we're going to influence the other. That would be a, 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 that's a unique way of thinking of it, though. Um, Unless, yeah. That, here, here's what it, I, here's yeah. my opinion, Austin. Yeah. It's nine, nine, and one. If we get to not, if we have uh, five draws, 
we're done. We canceled the segment. All right, so we're in, so we're calling this a draw. Nine, 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 nine and, and two. two. But if we get to five draws, the segment is canceled, and we will create a new segment for Monday. Uh, end of show topics. I think that's a fair way to do it. So there's a lot of pressure on it. I I like it. So I think moving forward, we have to uh, to avoid that. Uh, we create Facebook poll, and I'll create a Twitter poll. It doesn't work like that. You have to be uh, Twitter poll. You could vote without hearing, and that's well. I will not respond right. to the segment tweet of bad sales job, and in, in that tweet response i'll make the, i mean it's uh, we'll, uh, we'll have a meeting after well, yeah we'll have but. another owners slash players only meeting uh to be able to do this that's the deal if it gets and lucas says draws, he doesn't have twitter can't. that's what we'll so we can do a facebook po- we'll, we'll think about it we'll think about it but i would on. like to do like uh you know a rock paper scissors to to decide but well, it, that's, that's more like a shootout that's right not, now no, we're that's really getting into soccer that's not even a shootout that's even worse. That's like a coin flip. Hey, that's how they decide the Texas high school football playoffs. Oh, I, yeah, I knew that was what you were going to say. I knew. Coach right, Kilmer, where's Billy Bob? Okay, we have to get into this meeting to figure it out. Uh, so I, I, I do think this was a draw. I can't give my opinion any further than that. Nine, nine, and two. We but get to Jerry. Nine. Jerry says Zach was an easy sales job. Austin had to sell twelve inch toenails, and then it, it has to be Austin with this one. But I disagree. Again. But <laughs> hey, don't say your opinion. I didn't say my opinion. I just read. A yeah, comment. you just kept reading things that helped you. Be quiet. I was I just read a single comments. comment. You've see. Hey, now let's let's let's. In the show, before we start to get in the heated argument. I, I'm not getting heated, whatever. You, well, yeah, because you're skewing what people think. I'm, them's the rules. We can only read comments. I was just reading comments. And next next week, I will read the comments. <laughs> I will control the comments. All right, guys. I hope you have a great rest of your Monday. There was tons, tons of coverage over at A to Z Sports National.com. The podcast network has great content out. Uh, Buck will be live with A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. Preds play tonight as well. So getting looking forward to getting some playoff hockey going on. We will see you tomorrow morning at 8 Central Time. Have a good Monday. Thanks. Adios.